Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmix on the broadcast today. Former State Senator Chris Brooks, now an executive with Arevia Power, here for the whole show on an all-new Nevada Newsmakers. Big R in Sparks is located on Bering Boulevard next to Smith's and across from Reed High School. It's a 50,000-square-foot hardware store and a whole lot more. It's huge with clothing, power equipment, tools, and, of course, hardware. Big R is located on Bering Boulevard in Sparks, next to Smith's and opposite Reed High School. Big R. Hardware and a whole lot more. Carson point break the bank giveaways at tamarack casino plus win your share of fifty thousand in cash the 10 million point break the bank giveaways plus fifty thousand in cash at tamarack casino now through february 25th your good times are at tamarack casino nevada newsmakers studio is located at the headquarters of the nevada trucking association motion and purpose are a truck's greatest virtue is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad a no-holds-barred political forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we are recording this on the first day of the legislature, and my guest is former state senator Chris Brooks. He is now an executive with Arevia Power. Pleasure to have you back on the program, sir. Good to see you. Well, it's, it's great to be here. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's great to be here, Sam. Good to see you. All right. So the, the first question everybody wants to know, of course, is you gave up being a state senator. Uh, you had moved into a, a position of, I don't want to say great power, but really great power. Um, and uh, you were very well respected in the legislature and got a lot of things accomplished. And all of a sudden you're gone. What happened? Well, Sam, I, you know, I came from the private sector. I, I started my, my career actually as an apprentice lineman and worked my way through the electrical uh, trade, started my own business, grew that business, sold that business, partnered with another company and um, went on to, you know, build um, huge solar projects and energy projects all over the state of Nevada before I joined a, a Valley Electric Association as their executive vice president to help run that utility. And I believe that's where we met. Yes. And and uh, then, you know, so I, I had this long established career in the energy sector and I decided to just take a break from that career um, to, for, to do some public service and to, and to join the Nevada legislature and uh, and step in and help when, when I thought the state could use my help. And so I did that for six years. And then an opportunity presented itself to me with with Arevia Power that um, uh, it, it was just the, it was kind of the culmination of everything I've done in my career. And it was the perfect opportunity for me. But it came at a time when I, I, you know, had to quit the legislature to take advantage of it. And so I, uh, I left the legislature so I could I could take advantage of this opportunity that, that presented itself to me from uh, Arevia Power. All right. So uh, just so people understand, now you cannot lobby at the legislature, right, for a couple of years? I, I did. I, I, I would go to the legislature going back to, I think, 20, uh, 2001. Oh no no I, I mean I mean now you 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 there's a limit on you being able to lobby for right now correct? Uh, well, my job is a, a 
senior vice president of external relations. So I'll, I'll, I'll talk to communities. I'll talk to, to legislators if necessary, talk to governments and tribes and, and, uh, and, and anyone who I need to, to work with to, to, to work on our projects. But I'm just up here today um, to see my friends um, start their first day of the Nevada legislature and to, to see my, my good friend, Senator Julie Pazina, get sworn in for her first day uh, as a brand new legislator. All right, so let's let's turn to um, what you feel is was your biggest accomplishment um, as a state senator at the legislature in terms of energy. Well, I uh, I kind of like look at it in its entirety. Kind of, uh, it it really to me is about the the Nevada's clean energy economy, and it and it's it, it encompasses um, uh, renewable energy generation, the the whole lithium battery supply chain, uh, electric vehicles. It, it's all to me kind of one big ecosystem that that um, Nevada is taking advantage of, but I think if I if I had to pick one thing, it would probably be my my Senate Bill 448 from last session. It it, it created um, a transmission planning um, process and the task force here in the state. It it helps move forward the GreenLink lines that are getting built um, in the transmission lines here in the state of Nevada, and it it really modernizes our our renewable portfolio standard. And so that one uh, from last session was a lot of work, had a lot of a lot of partners and, and stakeholders. But I think that was really my biggest accomplishment in, in my legislative career. You know, um, you and I have talked about this a little bit in the past, um, but I, I my only concern, because I, I mean, I think everybody realizes, you know, in cer certain circumstances, the public votes with their public opinion. And I think the public has voted that green energy is the way we're going and they want to move forward with it. My only concern is the speed at which we're moving, um, that potentially we're going too fast to be able to hit the 2.30 deadline. Um, it, it just seems there are so many obstacles in the way um, on, on so many different levels. Um, allay my concerns, if you will, about the deadline that's really just a few short years away. Well, <clears throat> you know that, and, and a lot of my peers kind of expressed that same concern, and, and, and we talked through that when we were we running through this bill. But um, at this point, I think that the the speed at which we're adopting renewable energy in this nation and in this state is 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 really faster than the policymakers have have you know. Um, suggested or even mandated it's really based upon uh, price right now renewable energy anywhere in this country but definitely in nevada is the absolute lowest price electricity and energy out there so that's really why i think you see um, a lot of states and uh, taking full advantage of it in such a, a rapid uh, um, fashion it's just the cheapest amount of energy the cheapest type of energy out there um, the GreenLink, uh, the NV Energy is building, uh, that's going to be a tremendous asset. Um, you know, Doug Cannon was on the program talking about that not too long ago, um, to reach rural Nevada, to expand economic development in those regions. So that's got to be pretty exciting. And, and as you mentioned, you and I became friends uh, when you were with Valley Electric. Um, so uh, explain some of the benefits that we're going to see in economic development and where they're likely to be. Well, Green GreenLink is going to connect. You know, we have uh, the entire state. So you, you, about seventy-five percent of the population of the state of Nevada is down in that southern Nevada area, down in Clark County, and then um, a, a large portion of the state is up in, in in around Reno, Tahoe, Carson, that area. 
And then over in, in Elko and some of the surrounding communities, you have another large pocket of population. It's also where the energy hubs are for the state of Nevada. You have some really sizable substations down in Southern Nevada that connect Southern California, the Southwest, that kind of tie into the whole Western electric grid, but they're not connected really um, up to those other load centers. So what GreenLink does is it connects the, the load center and, and up here in nor North, uh, uh, Northern Nevada with Eastern Nevada, with Southern Nevada. And that allows us to move energy all the way around the state. We move energy around the state to places that maybe didn't have access to it before um, in central Nevada. Um, it, that Green Lake North line is, gonna, is really going to connect Robinson Summit substation and Fort Churchill substation and really open up um, the amount of load that can be served in those areas. I mean, I just drove down USA Parkway a couple times this last week, and every time I go down that road, it's just amazing to me the amount of development that's happening at that Tahoe-Reno Industrial Center. Um, what we needed to do was connect the dots so that that development can continue, but other development can take place in eastern Nevada and central Nevada as well. Uh, yes, I mean, you know, it's, it's astonishing uh, for Northern Nevada right now, especially with the announcement about the $3.5 billion investment uh, that Tesla is going to increase uh, by, I mean, that's just stunning. And we're going to have folks on from Story County to talk about that. And there are concerns, of course, with the growth from Sparks and Reno about dealing with the services. Mary Ed Lawson was on the program last week uh, concerned about that. Um, but it, it just seems that uh, um, the environmental groups uh, seem to be putting roadblocks, and it's not every environmental group, but some that are putting roadblocks in that they discover after the fact that somebody announces that there's, for example, going to be a lithium mine, they suddenly find something that has to be, uh, you know, an endangered species that has to be protected. Um, who's going to win this battle? Because, you know, the federal government says it's a matter of national security that we mine lithium, for example. Well, and I agree with the federal government, and I believe that it is a matter of national security. And uh, I believe it's the, a matter of, of um, Nevada's energy independence and Nevada's uh, energy security as well. And so we have a, a tremendous opportunity in this state, um, one that, that other states are envious of. We have all the lithium. We have the largest electric vehicle manufacturing facility on the planet. We have uh, just abundant renewable energy resources. We have a great electrical infrastructure infrastructure that's getting better every day, especially once they, they build GreenLink. We have the ability, we have the ability to lead the entire world on this issue and to help serve our nation and the, and the national security of our nation by creating that energy independence. And, you know, it, 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 I mean, we can do it in a responsible way where we're taking um, uh, into consideration all the resources that we're, we're dealing with and all the potential conflicts. But what I see is some of the folks that are that are trying to stop it. I, I just I, I think it's a narrow minded and short sighted. And I think that that there's a way we can do this. And and as long as we really all understand that it, it's something we have to do. Uh, Terry Reynolds, the head of business and industry, who uh, uh, survived the changeover in administrations because he's that darn good at what he does, uh, said that Nevada has this incredible opportunity because we have the complete cycle um, from, you know, finding the lithium to recycling the batteries. I mean, it's amazing. Well, you know, I agree with Terry. And, and by the way, he, he was a pleasure to work with when I was in the Nevada legislature, and I'm glad that he's serving this governor as well. Uh, um, he, he's, he's absolutely correct. 
we it, it it's it, it is something that like my entire career I've been watching kind of unfold in front of me and it's it's a it's a, a really a dream come true watching what's happening in our state and we just need to all work together to make sure we actually get it done all right so now the pricing as you say is going down and and is very efficient at this point in time does it concern you that the push to get rid of gas, natural gas, at some point, not tomorrow, but at some point, um, leaves the public in a situation where they have no choices. And so therefore costs can go up that they don't have any control over. Well, I, I think that it's it's our job, or it was my job as a policymaker, and it's it's the legislature's job and, and, and the regulator's jobs to work with the utilities to transition to the cleanest, most uh, lowest carbon and most cost effective way to for for Nevadans to um you know use electricity heat their homes and and cook their food and so i think that that we need to chart the course for how we get that done but um i think that we should go after the low hanging fruit first and we should go after um the the largest uh, carbon emitters first and in a way that we can provide benefits to the state of Nevada and and the consumers so I think that that there will be a future where we're going to use far less natural gas, for instance, that we use today. But um, I also believe that um, we should do it in a smart way. Um, you know, Southwest Gas uh, made a lot of statements in the last session uh, saying that they wanted to be a part of the solution, not just be a part of the problem. Um, do you think that that's realistic? I think it is realistic. If you think about the, the, the infrastructure that like Southwest Gas, as an example, has invested in and built and invested um, our ratepayer money and their own private capital into over the years, it would be ridiculous for us to not use that infrastructure that we've already basically bought and paid for. And I think Southwest Gas and all the gas uh, industry around the country are looking for ways to use that infrastructure and do it in a much lower carbon uh, uh, manner. And so things like through, you know, clean fuels and clean gas and and hydrogen, I think I think a lot of them are really pinning their hopes on hydrogen. And there seems to be, especially in the Infrastructure Reduction Act, uh, excuse me, the Inflation Reduction Act, there is a tremendous amount of tax credits and incentive uh, for using and, and investing in hydrogen. So I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic that that they're going to be able to get to that place. I've been in this business for a long time and I started a solar company back 25 years ago almost. And if you would have told me back then where we would be today with, with clean electricity, I, I, I it would have blown my mind. And so I'm optimistic that we can, in the next 20 years, we can get a, a lot accomplished in the, in the natural gas space. All right, so now you're pushing it out 20 years. So therefore, Doug Cannon's concerns about stranded assets um, would not be a problem if we were pushing out that far? Oh, I, I, you know, I, I, I imagine I'm going to be surprised with how quick technology and, and industry is going to get this accomplished. Um, I'm just using the, my, my experience with electricity as, as kind of an example. Um, I don't you know, know exactly what the timeline is to get or this for this world and this nation to get completely off natural gas. But um, I just think that we need to do it in such a manner that it, we do it in the most cost effective way. So, you know, not going after things that, that necessarily uh, don't produce a ton of carbon, but would be very expensive to replace or would hurt ratepayers. They're, you know, going after it where it really makes the most sense and, and getting that low hanging fruit. 
All right, let's take a break more with Chris Brooks. If we just get him excited here, <laughs> we'll be right back after this timeout. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. Early in the morning or throughout the night, professional truck drivers are on the job, serving you, safely moving freight that's crucial to our economy. From the oldest industries to our newest innovators, from the exotic to the everyday, trucks are everywhere, moving everything. Never afraid to embrace a future that makes Nevada and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. Take a look at Pro Group Management and see how your workers' comp requirements can be met head on. By taking a proactive approach, Pro Group can assure that your company is meeting or exceeding state and federal standards. As you move forward in your industry, Pro Group moves with you, simplifying regulatory tasks, clearing the way so you can get the job done and look to your future success. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Chris Brooks. Uh, he's an executive with Arivia Power. Um, so let me ask you this. Um, you've got to be excited about the fact that companies like Ioneer and Thacker Pass, um, the lithium producers eventually, um, are already getting all their assets bought up in terms of what they can produce. GM, um, you know, uh, cut a deal for almost a billion dollars with Thacker Pass. I know Ioneer has another deal um, that they're pretty much absorbs all of the lithium they can get. Um, so that's got to be pretty exciting for you. Well, I mean, to watch you know, an industry like this just grow in the way that it's growing. And, and you know, we have this this lithium uh, mineral resource here in the state of Nevada. And then some of the biggest companies in the world are saying, we'll take every bit of it you can make. I mean, that's that that really gives a lot of certainty and for investors and for for uh, the owners of these these operations. And as you know, mines are horribly expensive to get started and to be able to know that you're going to be able to sell the offtake uh, off uh, what you what you produce from that mine you know for for many many years to come that that's just huge and so i am excited and you know i drive electric vehicles i i i'm in the energy storage business and in the energy production business and for that to be produced in my home state you know it's just a really uh, it's really a, an, an amazing opportunity for the state of Nevada and for us to contribute to a clean energy economy. All right. So you're driving an electric vehicle. The question comes up when people talk about electric vehicles is the batteries and how expensive they are. And so um, in, in my entrepreneurial mind, my thought is that at some point 
you have to, um, uh, like you have with, uh, you know, uh, gas that powers your, uh, your barbecue, that you drive into a station and you just swap out the batteries, you know, um, and that way you don't have a half an hour wait to be able to charge up your batteries. Is that something that people are talking about in the industry or is that just me dreaming you know, pie in the sky? Absolutely. There's, a, there's an American-made motorcycle by a, a company called Zero um, Motorcycles and they have a swappable battery so that you have a battery charging and when you uh, use up your, and these are full-size high-performance motorcycles. And so, and then when you, you know, use up your battery, you can swap it out with another one. And so that, that's something that we're seeing on a smaller scale. But I think that, that you know, we've only just begun with uh, where we're going to go with, with electric vehicles. And I think we'll see all sorts of innovation like that. And, you know, it's already one of the most recycled products out there. And, and, and aside from mining lithium and, and producing lithium in the state of Nevada, Aside from producing these, you know, massive amounts of batteries at the Panasonic Tesla uh, factory, we have this this budding uh, um, lithium and battery recycling industry coming in the state of Nevada. So it's it's really full circle, Sam, and and that's it's just uh, you know as 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 a business person here in the state and as a native of of this great state and somebody who's been in this energy business, but specifically the clean energy business for for over two decades, watching what is happening around me. And this is with and without the uh, the direction or guidance of of of, cap, of, of uh, um, policymakers. This is the industry recognizing this and going out and and investing their capital in it. Watching it happen is is just truly exciting for for in my career. And I'm glad that um, I'm 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 uh, young enough that I'm still going to be able to participate in it for a few more uh, years. Well, me too. <laughs> Hang on a second here. We'll be right back. <laughs> the Do It Right guys at Nevada Heating have one mission: your furnace breaks down today we fix it today. Why freeze for days while your furnace is down when Nevada Heating can get the job done today and you can get warm again? For nearly 50 years, locally owned Nevada Heating has been getting the job done right. Call today at 323-5585 and we'll fix it today. That's 323-5585 or online at nevadaheating.com. Brian Culpa Photography was born in the rolling hills of Massachusetts, and now he can help you experience the stunning beauty of Nevada in a whole new way through the power of flight. Flying has always been a passion for Brian, and at Brian Culpa Photography, he can make your imagination soar. Brian has the creative mind and tools to tell your unique story. Experience the bird's eye view at brianculpaphotography.com. Like a traditional handmade basket, retail is woven into the fabric of life in Nevada. From big box to mom and pop, retail supports our communities in countless ways. Jobs for the disabled, team uniforms for kids, help for the elderly, and so much more. Retail employs over 1 in 10 workers. Retail supports Nevada, and we support retail. R-A-N-N-V this is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with former state senator Chris Brooks. He is now an executive with Arevia uh, Power. Um, so, all right, I got to throw this in here. Um, you know, we send a lot of our power uh, to California. And California has issues, certainly over the last couple of summers, with being able to provide enough power. Um, and yet they seem to be doing everything they possibly can to not have their own power and keep relying on places like Nevada to supply them. 
What are your concerns there? And especially with PG&E, with all their financial woes and legal woes. Well, I see it as a tremendous business opportunity for Nevada. We have a product that we can produce electricity with a fuel supply that, that is uh, abundant and free, renewables, and we have a consumer just to the west of us who wants to buy everything we can make. I see that as just a tremendous opportunity. And, and you know, uh, as uh, we start making more and more solar in the west, now we need to really start looking at, you know, geothermal a lot, lot closer and, and start looking at wind in the state of Nevada. And, and they do, they have a, a voracious appetite for energy and for clean energy. And we can be the, the state that provides a lot of that. And every time we sell a megawatt hour to California, Nevadans benefit. We, okay. we benefit financially here in the state. Okay, quick answer to this though. How long will it take uh, for us to be able to provide enough energy to California that they're not having problems um, and at the hottest part of the year that then they ask Nevada to cut back as well? Well, I mean, so I, I think that that's why you'll see, and Envy Energy has uh, uh, some plans that they're putting out, and I think that they they propose some peakers, um, gas peaker plants, and they, they're proposing more um, renewables that match that profile. And that's why I think it's important that we build more transmission, because like, Sam, when it's, when it's uh, 7 p.m. In, in California, and, and they are hitting their top peaks, or 6 p.m., their hot, hot top peaks, you go to, to Wyoming or Utah or, or Idaho, and it's a little later in the day, a little cooler in, in the evening, and their wind is blowing. So building transmission um, is, 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 I think, key to all of this because we can move power around because in this country, in this nation, especially in the West, we have an abundance of energy in one place while we have a tremendous load in another place. And just connecting those dots will, will both be able to provide energy to, to states like California when they need it the most, but do it in the most cost-effective manner. If if you've got you know cheap two-cent wind blowing in, in in Wyoming, when 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 you know they're trying to curtail power usage in Southern California, and and if you could connect those dots by running transmission through the state of Nevada, all of a sudden you're lowering the cost for the consumers both in in California. You're you're providing an economic benefit to the wind producer in Wyoming, and Nevada gets a piece of the action as as all that energy goes through our state. And so I, I, I think we just, I, I get excited about this, as you can see, but I think just but building transmission, making smart investments in peak power and, um, and, and building out the wind capacity for the state of Nevada are just critical to meeting these needs. And then- Okay, you know, Chris, the, the Chris, Chris, we, we, sir, I love you, but we are out of time. That just means come back soon, all right, my friend? Thank you. We, anytime, appreciate, Sam, we appreciate all the positive energy. Thank you, sir. And we'll be right back. Modern Boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suite. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. 
Hi, I'm Renee Summer, our digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the valley from Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. Snorkel personnel lifts are engineered beyond the industry norm to an uncommon level of safety and durability and with an eye towards sustainability. They're also designed to be simple to operate and maintain. Snorkel always at the cutting edge of progress. As always, you can watch Nevada Newsmakers 24 hours a day at NevadaNewsmakers.com. We'll see you on the next show.